Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury, and I'm so happy you are here investing in yourself today. As a business coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live in alignment with their values and unlock their true potential in life. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development. The tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think and feel. Please visit jessicashembury.com.au to learn more about my offerings. And if you love this podcast, please write a review and share over on social media. Thanks for pushing play. Let's begin. Hey, hey, welcome to this week's episode. I am so happy to be here and excited, as always, to be delivering some hopefully phenomenal, groundbreaking, amazing content for you guys today. Last week, I actually, I don't even know. It was probably on the weekend, actually. Yeah. on the Over the weekend, I asked over on my new Instagram account, if you're not following yet, please head over and have a look. I'm rebuilding. So I did mention this in one of my previous podcasts, but I have a new Instagram account. So I had another, an old Instagram other than the Abundance Hub podcast Instagram, but a Jessica Shembury one. And I had an old account which had about 15,000 followers on it and I am not able to get in there due to passwords and emails and phone number issues. And so I'm rebuilding and I'm starting over and I would love your support if you would go over and follow my new Instagram, which is Jessica Shembury Coach, all one word. So Jessica Shembury Coach on Instagram. I would love your support over there. And I'm going in there daily talking and um, I suppose just adding content, adding little coaching tips and things like that on my stories. It's a little bit different to how I was doing it previously. I'm trying this new mode of operating with that Instagram so that people can actually really feel like every single day or most days they will be able to get some sort of a boost from me over there on my stories. So I'd love it if you were to follow along. But a few days ago, I came, I I turned up there on Insta and asked you guys what you would love me to talk about because some weeks I am just full of ideas and then other weeks I am just not full of ideas and I have no idea what I'm talking, what I'm going to provide on my podcast. It's a hard thing, actually. It's something that a lot of people ask me about. But basically what I do is I go through my coaching with my clients, with my business clients, through my mentorship program and things pop up and then I normally talk about them over here. One thing that I have been wanting to talk to everyone about for quite some time is boundaries. It's something that a lot of people want want information about and it's something that... A lot of people don't understand, me included at one point. I had I had no real concept of what boundaries really were. And I think a lot of people really struggle with it. And the way that I've kind of uh, I the way that I've kind of concluded it, and I'm gonna to talk to you about this for some time, but I believe that having solid boundaries is having respect for self. Having solid boundaries is stepping into your whole self and being okay with 
being yourself for you despite uh, what other people think, knowing how you affect other people, um, realising that being your whole self means that you, whatever you want goes <laughs> pretty much. Um, now, obviously, this asserting boundaries thing is something that everyone needs to consider for themselves what their boundaries are. And I'm going to give you some stories. I'm going to give you some context and I'm going to share with you as openly and as honestly as humanly possible today so that you can understand the context of it for me, how I teach it, my perspective on it. But ultimately, the oh, I'm like, do I say this now or do I save this for later? I think I should say it now. <laughs> I used to say I'm drawing a line in the sand and if you cross it, then that's you crossing my boundary. But the truth of the matter was is that I would draw the line in the sand and then people would just, I, this is how I kind of would picture it in my head, I would, draw, I would create a boundary but it wasn't really a boundary. So I would, because the, the line was in the sand and then one of my beautiful best friends, Kobe, um, who's a psychologist, Kobe Allison, um, said to me, boundaries aren't drawn in sand, the, the lines are drawn in concrete. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's where I've been going wrong. Ah, so then I had this visualization and it was, it was crazy. Um, I had this visualization of people and I started like thinking back to all the times I had said, this is my boundary. And then I had just allowed people to fucking walk over to that line in the sand and get their foot and just go, fuck it, and just scribble out the line. <laughs> and I had this visualisation. And so, yeah, I had a real big problem with asserting boundaries, with not bending, with not, I used to say, like, bend me over and, you know, that's just so inappropriate. But yeah, I felt like I was getting bent over all the time and not in a good way, in a really negative way, getting used and abused and getting treaded on. And is that a word? Treaded on? Getting stepped on all over, walked all over. And it was, it was actually, to be honest, it was a, it's a pattern that only really recently, probably in the last 12 months, have I really understood about myself was that especially in my relationships with with men, so my previous relationship and the, the one before that, which was also a long relationship, I would assert the boundary and then the boundary would kind of get blurred or get pushed and then I would be like, nah, it's okay. I suppose that's okay if they don't really respect my boundaries. Um, and this happened to me in my past relationship a lot and I'm not telling you this to, um, you know, to talk badly about my ex or anything like that but more in terms of giving you some context. So I had um, I had been going through a per personal growth journey. I still am going through one. I think we all are. But I had, I had not really acknowledged the fact that it was actually a self-worth issue. 
And that's why I wasn't asserting my boundaries and making those lines in concrete, not in sand. And so these things were showing up everywhere. They were showing up in all, all these different areas in my relationship where I would say, look, I don't want to be doing this anymore. Or if this happens again, I'm going to, I, I want, you know, I can't really talk about the private details, but I'm trying to do it in a way where I, you can have context for your own relationships potentially. If you do this again, I am going to leave you. But then it would get done again and I wouldn't leave, for example. Okay, well, yeah, you've said sorry and you've you've promised you wouldn't do it again any more than more times than you have or you'd say you'd done something but you hadn't or whatever it would have been. But ultimately, I was teaching people how to treat me. So you teach people how to treat you continuously and in particular when you do not enforce your boundaries, you are teaching people to walk all over you. And so for me, I realised that I was the one with the issue that needed solving. Yes, at a fundamental level, we all have our issues um, and we all need to address and assess and grow. But ultimately, I was the one allowing the behaviour to a point until the relationship ended, right? But that was that was something that... Um, I feel like every week I'm like, I don't want to talk about my relationship or my my old relationship, but then I do it. But it's just putting things in context. And this can happen in workplaces. This can happen a lot with our family members. This can happen a lot with our children, our friendships. In every area, in every relationship we have, there's a possibility for us to not assert our boundaries, not be clear on our boundaries and it's a it's a really interesting spot to be in when you choose to set your boundaries in concrete. Um, it's crazy. So many people struggle with it. And like I said, I struggled for years. And I think one of the reasons that I did was because there was love there and there was compassion there and there was um, patience and there was understanding. And so, you know, you... Um, when you love people, when you try to understand them and when you want to accept that everybody's human and all of those things, there are probably you're probably all nodding your head going, yeah, I've been doing this too. So my answer is not if you, mm, let me think about this. So my answer isn't if you set a boundary and they ignored it, you have to break up with them, not be friends with them, never talk to them again. Um, but you have to be clear about what you're doing and how you're teaching people to treat you based off the boundaries, right? But it is, it's something that is very, very difficult. <sighs> and it's such a huge topic. My, my best lessons have come from asserting those boundaries, however, because ultimately you put a boundary in place because you want to feel a certain way, you want to have a certain life, you want to experience things in a certain way. And so you need to understand that if you are going to create a boundary for someone, if you are going to say, look, these are my, these are my expectations. These are the things that I require from you. Can you or can't you do that? Then you've also got to be clear about what the, 
results or ramifications or what would happen if that person didn't abide by or respect your boundaries, right? And so I think there are obviously going to be lots of things that we are flexible on and then there are going to be things that we are not flexible on. Um, And I think that's where we have to really kind of weigh up what's healthy, what's not healthy, what's putting us into a healthy, in a, in a healthy environment, what's not. And that's where I would be really suggesting you think about where you need to have very clear boundaries set in concrete and then where you need to have other things that are flexible and that are expectations or are things that you talk to your the people that you're in relationships about, right? So um, I'll give you an example, like, which is probably kind of a good one, actually. I used to not swear around my parents a lot, and now I swear around them a lot more than I used to. Now, my mum doesn't really swear, either does my dad, but I kind of knew that they didn't love me swearing. So I don't know if they ever said it, but I think once or twice I had, like when I was younger, I had I had sworn around them and mum was kind of like, Jessica, you know, don't be swearing around me. Like, don't say that. There's no need to swear. And so that was a boundary that was, or, or an expectation or something that I chose to out of, you know, respect. And so therefore I... I saw that mum was trying to put that boundary in place, if for lack of a better word, and then obviously I just was more mindful of it. But then as I got older and as I kind of stepped into myself a bit more, I, I actually do swear a lot. Um, I cannot swear. It's very easy for me not to swear, but I do swear. And so over time, mum realised and I realised that, you know, I, I need I wanted to be more authentic and real around her and sometimes that did entail me swearing. But if my mum had said to me, it really bothers me, then I wouldn't do it because I love her, I care for her, I respect her and if it was something that was really bothering her, then I would turn that off when I was with them and I turn it off for many people. I don't, I don't just go around swearing all the time but around my friends you know, we swear and it's just how we are, but we don't even hear it because we all kind of just go on, go on about things and swear and, you know, rant and rave. But obviously, um, I can easily turn it off. And so that is something where in certain relationships, you choose to have to see a boundary or to assume a boundary or to be receptive enough to somebody and their, their feelings and their thoughts. And you just do the thing, right? Um, so I'm trying to think of some other really good examples. People often struggle with it. And I think that the two, the two areas, or there's probably really three or four, but I think a couple of areas that people really struggle with when it comes to boundaries is in their personal relationships with their like intimate partner and, um, and with parents, with, especially when, what I see in my with my coaching clients is a lot of a lot of people around my age or probably you know between 25 to 45 really I'm in the middle but um I see a lot of people in that age group who who struggle with parents that are not respecting of their boundaries and 
a lot of people come to me because they have had some sort of trauma or they have got some sort of issues to deal with. And 95% of the time it does come back to something that happened in our childhood or it comes back to an issue with one of our parents. And so an example of this would be like if you had a mum that, a mum or a dad, let's say, let's say a dad that was um, maybe not an alcoholic but he drank too much and he always got rowdy and he embarrassed you and your, you know, in your social, you know, settings. Um, and you asked him repeatedly to just like tone that down, but then you were trying to set a boundary, but it takes two, right, to tango when it comes to boundaries. And so he might be like, no, I can do what I want. I'm a grown man. And if I want to get drunk at the party, I'm going to get drunk at the party. So then you have to question yourself. Okay, so am I willing to be a part of this relationship as it is, or am I not? And that is the hardest part about these boundaries because we want people to act a certain way, which is why we create the boundary. Now, my perspective on it is this. There should always be flexibility in every relationship. There should be understanding. There should be acceptance. There should be love, compassion, kindness, right? Otherwise, why are we in the relationship? Like, if it's toxic, then get the fuck out of it, right? <laughs> um, one of my coaches once said to me, if the environment isn't safe, you know it's time to go. If the environment is causing you stress, having you in physical pain, um, you know it's time to go, right? If the other party isn't willing to adjust for that, and that that comes down to things like, um, like really serious things like addiction issues that comes down to abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse, those types of things. That is, they're, they're the places where we really do need to consider what our boundaries are and what we're willing to be a part of and not be a part of, accept and not accept. But it's not as clean and easy and it's not as, it's easy to say that, but then we come back to this, but they're doing their best, but I love them, but I shouldn't leave them in their weak moments or whatever it is, right? And this isn't this isn't relating to my relationship. This is just general advice that I'm giving you guys and just talking into a space where I've coached a lot of people around. So I see this happen so often. And obviously since I have gone through my own separation and I'm now in a diff very different relationship, one that is very successful and very open and communication and we have, you know, we have discussed lots and lots of things around stuff like this. But um, more in terms of my experience with my clients, since going through all of that personally, it seems as though I attract a lot of people who are now going through similar things. And I always say to people, every relationship is different. There is absolutely no answer that I can give you. I would never, ever say to somebody, oh, well, they didn't respect your boundaries, so you have to go. I would never, ever say anything like that or tell anyone to stay or to go. I don't think it's a coach's place. And I've never had any coach do that with me. But considerations is what boundaries are all about and stepping into your true self and knowing who you are at a core level will allow you 
to then know what your boundaries are, right? And so that's where you that's where I would suggest if you do struggle with boundaries, that's where I would suggest you really start to look at and consider. Now, you can love somebody to the moon and back, <laughs> right? You can love them more than anyone you've ever loved. You can feel this depth of love for somebody. My opinion, though, um, is that you can never love anyone or you should never love anyone more than you love yourself because your self-worth, your self-love should be the highest, most powerful love you ever have. Because when you come from that place, then putting your own needs first should be a priority. And a lot of people will struggle with that. But I I did for many years not put my own needs first. Like I definitely did that. And I think as females, we can be really, really guilty of it, you know, we cook for people, we clean for people, we become parents and we become very selfless. I remember, I don't know if I said it in a podcast, but I remember once saying, I remember someone said to me, you're very selfless. And I thought, oh, fuck, that's, a, that's actually an insult, um, which sounds kind of weird. I would do anything for anybody as long as it didn't get in the way of my own happiness. I would do anything for anybody as long as it didn't get in the way of my own mental health. I would do anything for anybody as long as it didn't get in the way of my self-worth or damage me, right? And so I feel like that's where a lot of people really don't, uh, well, the lines are, are blurred a lot of the time. Oh, I'm like, this is just the ramble of the century about boundaries, but I, I just wanted to have an open conversation about it because I feel like, I could, I could read stuff out of a book or I could deliver definitions, but it's really about what I've learned and where I'm at with it personally. And I think I'm hoping that it's going to really help you. But yeah, even when it comes to my kids, I have boundaries. I, um, you know, I have boundaries around how much time I give them. I don't just give them every second and inch of my soul. I, I have boundaries. Like sometimes I'll be at home and I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to play with you. But then I'm like, you know what? It isn't, isn't actually my job to entertain you for the duration of the time you are awake. Like figure your shit out. I say that much nicer to them though. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm going to play with you for the next hour. And then what I'm going to do is I am going to lay in the bed and read. And that's a boundary, right? That's that's me asserting something that I need. And especially when it comes to my nine-year-old, if she does not respect that, then there will be there will be trouble in the house. I will I will have to address that with her. Now you need to listen to me and understand that now I need my time and that's absolutely fine. And because I have an amazing child, she respects that boundary. She respects my privacy boundaries when I need them. So there are so many different ways that boundaries come into our life. But ultimately, my solid belief is that the boundaries, our ability to in assert and insert boundaries into our life consistently shows how much self-worth we have. And if you don't have any boundaries, then 
you probably have really low self-worth. You're probably a people pleaser. And that probably came from childhood of not feeling like you were good enough, of always needing to make people happy because then you believe that or needing like some sort of significance. Um, People who need significance don't have great boundaries because they'll do anything to feel good. They'll do anything to, to get that pat on the back or to be praised. And so sometimes significant driven people will be like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I'll come. I'll come to that thing and I'll help you. And and even though they know that it's to detriment of their own life, they'll do it because they want the praise. So it's a super interesting thing to address in yourself and to ask yourself some good quality questions around and to be like, well, where where am I really blurring these lines and where do these where do these lines need to be a little bit more solid or where do I need to lay the concrete? What are the areas of my life that I really do need to assert some more solid boundaries in? So um, for me, I have I have solid boundaries around a few things, but um, and this also this also depends on who you're with, what person it's with. Like with my parents, um, I'm blessed. My parents are pretty amazing. So there's not many boundaries I need to assert because they're just good humans and they kind of just, we just know because there's this respect. But, you know, having a boundary of respect is absolutely paramount. I think that's probably one of the biggest boundaries we should all have. You know, if someone if someone continues behaviour that isn't respectful towards you, then it's time to leave. It's time to run. It's time to remove yourself if you are not feeling that you are having respect, if you are not feeling that that person is considering you, yet you're in a relationship with them or a friendship with them or you're um, for whatever reason. And so sometimes that means leaving a relationship. Sometimes that means just distancing yourself Sometimes that means seeing that person less or changing the way you see them. So if it's a uh, parent, for example, it's not to say, oh, you need to never talk to that parent again. But if you re- if you recognise that, for example, I'll use the alcoholic father um, as an example. If you recognise that you can't stand being around your dad when he's drinking, but he doesn't really want to stop drinking and he likes to have a jolly time and it's something that's not working for you, then as an adult you might say, look, you know what, let's do breakfast. Let's catch up at a park. Don't go to the pub with the guy. Don't go to the parties or the things. Make decisions that support your self-worth. Make decisions that support your happiness. If um, if we were to use friendship as a um, as an example... It's absolutely fine to have boundaries in friendship. It's absolutely fine to to talk about things with your friends and you don't necessarily need to use the word boundary, but there can be a set of expectations. But ultimately it comes back down to how you respect each other and what you do with that. And the ultimate form of self-love is giving yourself that respect and not tolerating shit. Honestly, like if I'm going to be really raw, don't tolerate shit from people. I mean, don't do it with attitude. Just remove yourself. Just know your fucking worth, you know? 
this was my biggest biggest lesson of 2020. Decide when it's when it when the time is done. Decide when you're going to step up and say, you know what, I deserve better, or I just don't need anything actually. But I don't need this shit, right? And that comes to relationships with everyone in your life, right? I got to that point where I worked on my self-worth so much. I worked on becoming what I call whole, my true whole self. And I realized that I was allowing chaos and things that just weren't in alignment with who I was in my relationship. For what reason? And I, I had to assess it. I had to look at it and go, well, how how long is this going to go on like this? Like, what is this giving me? What Where's the benefits? Um, and what I realised was that when I was holding back from my truth, when I was trying to set boundaries and the boundaries were getting, I say, pissed on or, you know, like wiped out with, with a foot, I was just going, well, it's okay. I'm not, I'm not, probably not worth it. Maybe this is just the best I can get. Maybe this is what I deserve or maybe you know, um, maybe I have, my expectations are too high, like all that kind of stuff. Right. But then what I realized is that the closer I got to feeling whole, the closer I got to just really loving myself, um, knowing my strengths. Um, and I stopped fighting to be someone that I wasn't like, I just felt like I was living out of my authenticity so much. Um, at points in the last probably four to five years, I just, I was like, who was that? Like, oh, it was crazy actually. But yeah, I was like, who was that, that girl? And then I kept moving closer and closer towards figuring out who I really was at the depth, at the core. And the way I did that was through things like dedicating time to being still and lowering the noise. I med I've meditated every single day for the last two years, apart from once or twice, I think, when I've given myself a nasty hangover. But I have dedicated time to being still. I have really lowered the noise by doing that. And when you lower the noise in your life, especially when you're having trouble, when you're thinking about this, like so many people message me about boundaries and I'm like, and I remember back to times when I really just allowed people to just walk all over me, but it was me walking all over me. It was me not loving myself. It was me not allowing myself space and time to understand who I was at a core level. And so I was like, oh, well, people can treat me like shit. I had friendships that weren't serving me. I had things in business that weren't serving me. I had a relationship that at points were was phenomenal and at points what didn't serve me. And so by lowering that noise, by giving myself that time, dedicating time to being still every day, dedicating time to understanding who I was, assess my relationships in every single area of my life. I'm so fucking picky. Like it sounds pretty cocky, but my friendships, I, I, I call my friends my chosen family and I really love my friends a lot. But trust me, a boundary got crossed. If a boundary got crossed, if something happened that I wasn't in alignment with, I would just be like, I'm done. Like obviously I'd talk to that person. I'd understand why if there was reasonable. Um, but if things kept happening in a friendship that I didn't 
like, that was lowering my self-worth, that was um, really against my core values, that I just wouldn't, that the friendship wouldn't exist is what I'm saying. Um, you know, I asked myself last year in particular, where am I holding back? Where am I holding back in my true self? And I found that there were so many times where I was not acting in accordance with who I really was. I was acting in accordance with who I thought I should be or what I thought I needed to be, not who I really was. So I worked on all of that. I worked on becoming whole, understanding myself at a core, being comfortable, like so comfortable in myself, knowing my strength, my strengths. I stopped fighting to be someone I was not because there were things that I were, there were, there were ways that I was showing up that were not in accordance with the depth core who I was. I owned myself unapologetically because, and I understood as well, I, I took time to understand my blueprints. I took time to understand what stories I was running, what stories were running the show for me. I shouldn't even say what stories I was running, what stories I was allowing to run the show. And I had so many shit stories which were keeping me in a, in a position where I was tolerating shit from people, where I was saying, oh, that's okay. You can keep doing that. I'll, I'll be here when I really didn't need to be there. And that was in so many areas. So being true to yourself, right, it, when you get down to it, like when you, when you really get down to it, being true to yourself, stepping into your whole self, knowing who you are at a depth level, I say that a lot, knowing who you are at a depth level, without consideration of others, what would you be doing? Without consideration of others, what would you be doing? Ooh, big fucking question, right? But I had found that I had just been in a situation in, in life. I'd gotten myself into a place where I was doing most things with too much consideration for others. Now, I don't say that. I have to be clear here. I don't say that in a cocky way. I don't say that in a way of like, fuck everyone. Just fucking do what you want and don't give a shit about anyone's feelings. No, I don't mean that. But I mean just thinking about what you desire. What is that? Do you, do you know that? And when we get into partnerships, a lot of the time we do kind of consider what they want, you know, and, and it's really nice to care enough about someone that you do that. But don't lose sight of who you are. Don't lose sight of what you desire. And this is so important. Like when it comes to sexual relationships, it, there's so much bravery and courage that is required to be your true whole self when you are in a sexual partnership with somebody, right? Not just allow their needs to get in the way. That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> um, not just lay there and have sex, but deep down you want to be doing, you want to be trying something or doing something or whatever it may be. But there are boundaries and there are considerations and there is a knowing of your whole self that you need to get to. And so when it comes to these boundaries, when it comes to how we set them, it really does come to a self-worth issue. It comes down to a self-respect issue. It comes down to understanding yourself. It comes down to trusting yourself. It comes down to being in flow, having an acceptance and a love for yourself 
being calm and confident. That's something that I know. Like when I see someone who's calm and confident and in flow, I'm like, yeah, they're vibing. They know who they are. It's not cocky, right? It's not any of that. It's it's not judging yourself. It's being non-judgmental to yourself. It's being compassionate, loving and accepting of yourself. Yeah, I'm a bit quirky. You know, I didn't do arts and crafts for years because I thought that my husband would judge me for it or not like it. And you know how I ran that story? And I've literally just had a fucking light bulb moment. Oh my God, this is so funny. (laughs) I love it when I coach myself and I learn shit as I go. I think this podcast is going forever, by the way. (laughs) Um, I remember when I first met my ex-hubby and I painted him a painting (laughs) and he never put it on the wall. And I think that was probably the last time I was actually creative because I thought, I don't think he likes it. I don't, maybe I'm not good at it. Fuck. That was a realization I just had on this call, on this podcast. Wow. But yeah, so I stifled my creativity and it wasn't his fault. That was my own fault. That was a story that I allowed to run the show, right? That's a fucking stupid thing to say. Like he probably just, I don't even know. I actually don't know. He was probably just lazy or he didn't put it on the wall because he wasn't allowed to at his house or I don't know. Who cares? Um, (laughs) Isn't it interesting though how we then stifle who we are and we don't give ourselves that acceptance whereas now one of the things that I've really stepped into is my creativity again. I'm doing pottery and I'm doing watercolour painting and I'm really enjoying it and I'm not caring what anyone thinks about it. It's just because I love doing it. I was actually doing it last night. Um, but being your true self includes trust and acceptance and love and non-judgment of self and having flow and giving yourself that love and that ability to have that calm confidence, to not care about what other people think, to not judge yourself. Being your true self, though, does not include any of these things, aggression, ego, manipulation, force, Arrogance or putting yourself into a place where you believe or you have a pedestal mentality because when you know yourself at, a, at the core and when you really are whole, you know that you're not better than anybody. We are all equal, guys. You just also know that you have certain standards and you don't tolerate shit. And I need a better way to say that because that sounds aggressive and it sounds ego. But you love yourself enough to know what you will and you won't accept in any relationship, in any exchange with another human. You love yourself enough to know what you will and you won't accept. And you know that when you are going to assert a boundary with somebody, when you're really at a core going to say this this behaviour isn't okay with me. It means you're, you're asserting the self-love muscle. And if you go back on it too many times, you will feel beaten down because you are not loving yourself enough to say, I don't want that in my life. I don't deserve that. I choose not to be around that behaviour. And these boundaries can be so hard when we love somebody especially then if we get into a a situation where we feel that we have a deep love for a person 
that can be a parent, that can be a sibling, that can be a friend, it can be a partner, it can be a child. Like children need boundaries, you know. My, um, my childhood, I was a naughty kid for some time, right? And there were boundaries put in place by my parents, you know. It's, it's everywhere. But ultimately it comes down to you loving yourself. And every time you allow somebody to knowingly piss on your boundaries or try and, you know, wipe that line in the sand away because you haven't put it in concrete and they know it, you're saying, it's okay. I don't really love myself anyway. And that's a fucking hard pill to swallow, but it's actually true. So in the most loving, accepting, kind, flowing way, you can assert boundaries with people in a really loving, kind way. And every situation is different, so I just have to let you know this is this is not just going to work, right? So you might say to somebody, um, look, I want to let you know that if you don't stop drinking alcohol, I'm not going to be with you anymore. If you don't stop taking those drugs, I don't want to be with you anymore. Or And I'm just using these as examples because I deal with a lot of people in these situations. Um, or if you continue to do that behaviour, and it could be anything. I mean, in relationships, there it's normally addiction or it's spending overspending money or it's um, saying one thing and doing the other. It's some sort of addiction, whether it's to alcohol or to drugs or to porn or whatever it may be. Um, or there's a behaviour around the children that, that brings out, like, bad traits in that person that, they, that people don't like. Um, you know, when we're in a partnership, we have to agree how we parent. Um, and sometimes we, we do, we, we make mistakes, you know, like we, we were always, um, parents that really tried to not yell at the kids, but sometimes we both yell at the kids, you know? Um, so, and sometimes we have to choose how we recover from that. So some boundaries are not always going to be able to be kept because we are human, but then some boundaries you need to understand, you need to have a knowing within yourself how many times or is it a boundary that I've been allowed, that I've been, that I, is it a boundary that I've set that I have just been allowing to, to be broken all the time? And how long am I doing that for? Right? So this is something that you need to ask yourself all the time, but it's not coming from a place of you, you being better. It's not coming from ego. There shouldn't be any aggression. You shouldn't be trying to manipulate the situation. You just need to know what you will and won't accept coming from a place of loving yourself so deeply that you want the best life for yourself, right? Loving yourself so deeply, knowing at a core who you are will help you assert boundaries. The people that I deal with that are like, oh, but I don't know if I can set that boundary because that person probably won't listen, mainly it's partners. All I hear there is you're not ready and that's fine keep going and see how many times you get hurt before you decide to actually set the boundary. Oh, it's a big, big topic. And this is not me saying if the per if you set the boundary and the person doesn't, doesn't comply, you just leave. It's not that easy. It's not the way life works. So please do not take that advice on board. In or It's not advice about relationships. It's truth about what boundaries mean. 
Boundaries are meant to be in concrete. Otherwise, they're not boundaries. So choose the boundaries that are very important to you. And be clear with your partner and your family members and your friends and your children and all those things around that. And then there is that there is that line where, you know, if we do define boundaries as things that are set in concrete, then we have other things that are expectations or other things that are agreements that we are going to try our best to do. And those things might be a little bit looser. Like we're going to really try not to yell at the kids, but yeah, we probably might both yell at them once or twice and we're not going to break up over it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I hope, I hope I'm being clear because I just, as I said all of that, I was like, no one should ever take anything I say out of context. So I just want to, want to be clear that you don't do that. Oh, wow. That was a, that was a long episode. And I don't know if it was long. I feel like I've been talking for ages on that topic, but um, yeah, boundaries are interesting. And there's something that I could probably talk about all day. And there are so many views, but my view is boundaries are, are things that are set in concrete, as my beautiful friend Kobe said. And when I heard that, I was like, yeah, that's actually right. And, you know, sometimes we do have to be, be quite courageous in our decision making when people don't respect our boundaries. But in workplaces and in so many areas of our life, if our boundaries are not respected, we just we don't tolerate it. But unfortunately, as a coach, I see relationships and boundaries um, as in intimate relationships and boundaries as is the place where it seems to get blurred the most. And I feel like that should be the place that's given the most respect. And I know that I, I was guilty of it as well. Like we were both, you know, in our relationship, we, I'm sure everyone, it's always a two way street, but you get to learn, you get to learn and you get to, to take on board where you've gone well and where you've gone not so well. And you get to then move into this new day in the way you desire to. Ultimately, that's a gift that we have every single day. Everything that happened in the past is just there to teach us because it's actually already been, been and done and gone. There's nothing you can do to change it. There's nothing you can do to erase it. It's just, it's a lesson. The real test is how you show up today and what you want today and whether you're willing to go deep and love yourself enough, be compassionate enough with yourself to know what you will and won't accept around you in life, in every single area of that, of your life. Oh, I hope that helped. I really do. I hope that was a value. I'm going to listen back to this one. I feel like I took a long time to get to the point and I feel like I probably overshared <laughs> what's new, but I really hope that episode helped. As always, guys, please subscribe, please share, please go follow me. I, I would love it if you left a review and a star rating. Five stars is amazing, but any stars is also amazing. Um, you know, doing this podcast is something I fucking love, but the support and the reviews and all of those things really, really help me. They really help me in terms of my ranking and in, in terms of more people seeing what I get to do. So I will thank you in advance if you go over and do that. Big love. Have a gorgeous week. And I'll see you and I'll be talking in your ears again next week. Bye. I truly hope you loved this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share this episode because living abundantly means sharing good things with people you love. If you'd like to help us, please write a review on the podcast and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss another episode.